Okay, it's here. The day I've been waiting for. That's how you say those words. And this is how you record high quality audio without some sort of damning internal mechanism failure. We're back. I'm your host, Julian Papelka. This is Chapped. This is a challenging chat about job champions with your chagrined chap. All right, first up, we got what I would describe as a... What's that word that you used to call the Bernie Sanders? Oh, burn bro. He's got to be. He's a bro, but he cares about stuff. He's got a lobster in his hand. Oh my God, is he from New England? Is he a lobster boy? I just like lobster. I grew up with my boat on the boat. I grew up with my dad on the boat. It's a real big part of our family. Okay, now we have Chef Eric, executive chef of a restaurant in Chinatown. Is he Chinese? Probably. At least half. Eric Kwan. Yeah, with a last name like Kwan. Hip hop chow. All right. Finally, back up all these years. Years. That's, I guess, the restaurant he worked at. Hip hop chow. Do they play hip hop music? In which case, don't take me there. I'll frown the whole time. Now we have Alex McDonald. Oh, we got another New England boy. I don't know if that's a proper New England accent. Hey, but he's got a big, I got a big thing in my work. I got a big pride in my work. I take a real heart in my work. Uh, He's making some sort of crudo, or maybe it's a ceviche. He's definitely a New England boy. He just put five small piles of food on a plate. White, yellow, white, brown, green. And now we have a woman from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. Now, I couldn't give you a Baltimore accent to save my life, but she's talking Chesapeake Bay. And oh shit, it's all coming together because what's the theme of this episode as provided to me by the creators of this show? Clam bake or something. So I guess it's like a clam and shellfish themed episode. So we got two guys from New England, a woman and Eric. And uh, we have two beards, we have one hat, we have two bald heads, and we have one long red flowing Baltimore woman. She's talking about hot beard. She's talking about hot beer, cold brews. I think, open them up, baskets. Here they go, hands in. Ooh, we got smiles. We got eyebrows raised. We got blood clamps. Um, I think in Jamaica, a blood clot is something uh, offensive. So these are the clam equivalent of blood clot. All right, baby corn on the cob. Loved it when I was little. Tiny, cute, slap it around. Avocado cocktail and smoked alligator sausage. It is orange. It clearly has herbs in it. It's alligator, so you know it's lean naturally. Tastes like chicken, but what's that fishy taste? It's something that grew up in the water. It's alligator. Take a bite. Hop on down. Jeffrey Zakarian. You know when you press your lips together and then you push the air out so you make kind of a balloon effect with your lips and the top of your mouth? 
Jeffrey Zakarian was just doing that, so making a real big balloon lip uh, mouth and shaking his head. And here we go. Um, we've got shallots and white wine going in Eric Kwan's station. And he's going to steam it in white wine and shallots. Well, wouldn't you know, ladies and gentlemen, my eyes do not deceive me. we got time throwing in a lid dramatically placed on top of a boiling pot of white wine, shallots, thigh may, and blood clams. Blood clams is just a regular clam on its period. Duh. Okay, now we have blood clam sausage bake with avocado crema. This avocado cocktail looks like... If you ever bought jarred salsa that says it's avocado salsa, it's creamy, it's very bright green. Not everything about it is natural. All right, we have the exact same treatment of the, mus of the mushels on New England 2 station. We've got... But he used... Um, Oh my god, it wasn't New England one that did it first. Second steamer prep. Oh my god, third steamer prep. Well, yeah, duh. Well, how else are you going to treat those clams? It's all going to come down to the broth, the aromatics, the depth of flavor, that dipability, and whose wise ass is going to serve these piece of shit judges? Some fucking crusty bread. Oh, is she using the sausage to depth of flavor eyes that steam? Baltimore Mary. You're my girl. Avocado slime. It's if you took Slimer the ghost, solidified him, and then threw his ass in a blender, gave it a quick buzz, like zzz, on five or six, just a few minutes, pulse him down real smooth, and then but you really gotta push him through a sieve at the end. There you got your avocado cocktail. Smooth slimer green. Okay, sausage being split on New England one. He's grilling them. That's a bad use of the sausage. I think they really gave these contestants a mulligan by putting sausage in with the clams because it's a common preparation to have some sort of clammy broth. Who's going to put the sausage with the saffron? Some peppers, shallots, garlic, white wine gotta be that white wine but you use the sausage in the broth bring out that flavor uh, just don't fuck it up Ooh, those carrots i really liked them i guess maybe they're pickled take them when they're little throw them in a pickle and that's when you give them two really hard choices one that benefits him directly right now but causes pain to someone else one that causes no pain to anyone and might be good for him later but there's no guarantees of it that's a pickle, you know. I could take this $20, or I could... Can't think of a single benevolent, kind act. So, got that going for us. Avocado drink in a silver bowl with some cracked black pepper going on top. Baltimore Mary's running. She's chopping is it cilantro is it parsley it is cilantro she's got canned tomato ha she better cook that canned tomato taste out how fucking lazy can you be that you wouldn't just chop up a fresh tomato you have the entire chopped pantry she's using a canned tomato they are gonna dock her on that mark my words okay sauce with garlic saffron and mayonnaise 
how did he get the saffron out of it? I didn't see saffron being boiled anymore. Anymore. That's when you boil it and then it dies because it's not more time. more time. Okay. Really rich. We got, was that cottage cheese being mixed up into this avocado cocktail? Is there alcohol in this cocktail? Did anyone actually taste it? Because if so, gross. You're just putting raw alcohol onto a dish. Like the hangnail on my toe. That is so disrespectful if they did that. If I ever got raw vodka in a dish, and I'm not talking pasta a la vodka, because that shit hits a heat level. Talking vodka on top of sunset. And I'm not talking on flambe, because again, it lights on fire. It burns off that alcohol. You're getting me fresh, raw potato distillate two stars not <laughs> just kidding three okay mary's got crispy noodles in the deep fryer you know those thin rice noodles she's got those ones she's got the baby carrots crispy in the pan it looks like almost like a, a szechuan preparation because there's so much of that red chili paste clams coming out of the broth on eric's station now he's got some sort of red sauce and he just dipped he not dipped he poured the avocado stuff into it it is on the heat so big ups big ups to eric's he's kind of got um a cute face he's got a sweet smile so you know hopefully he finds um happiness in life these other two <laughs> They can go for a long walk in the desert and think about what they are about. It wouldn't last a day out there. Not without sunscreen. That freckly skin. All right. Butter being cubed. Whoa. We just had two full sticks of butter go into those clams. I'm no chef, but two sticks of butter is a lot for that many clams. I think one is enough to get that buttery feeling to coat your mouth. Because... Believe me, I finish off a pasta pomodoro, a dish that would be vegan up until the end with, you know, some butter. Just throw it right in there with the tomatoes. Um, bread, um, bowls. We got clams in bowls, broth in bowls. One bowl has bread on top. One bowl has red broth. One bowl is yellow with clams in the middle. One bowl has crispy rice noodles on top. Everybody is clapping because guess what? We're done cooking. We have moved forth this one woman is looking down disappointingly i don't know how i feel about these bowls like who's got a really pretty one um new england one did serve me the slice of bread i absolutely demanded because if that sauce is at any way delicious which it will be by nature of its core components you're gonna want to sop that up with some bread and you know what you're gonna want to give me a spoon because i'm gonna drink it down too all right, smoked alligator sausage, avocado crema, clams. Okay, clam bake with Thai broth and avocado crema is what came from Baltimore Mary's station. And she immediately hit us with a head nod and a thank you. So you know those judges just paid her a very sincere compliment. Is it about the broth? No, it's not. Because guess what? That fish sauce, that fish, that fish sauce was nuanced flavor was nuanced flavor says celebrity chef mark murphy okay alice gorish Shelley is making a tiger claw motion up and down and then she just gave the universal symbol 
for okay um, where you're put your finger and your thumb touch and then your one two three uh, middle ring and pinky are up and then you go away from your body and then back rapidly also could put it below your hip and uh, uh, punch ya that's the game right okay we're hearing clams are delicious we're saying you made it right but we're also hearing you fucked up because this dish needs acid it wants to know more about this life and this world he thinks that's the only way to do it i'll tell you man you can get it there through yoga you ain't gotta do the drogas all the time blood clam clam bake um from new england too it's a creamy yellow in a bowl we have big uh-oh big slice of sausage and we did just learn a little bit about him which generally doesn't well and uh-oh we're talking about the wine and the alcohol so that shit was a cocktail oh my god oh no and they're dogging him on the knife scales didn't i just comment on those big ass slices shit put me on the show let me judge be the one to tell you to go home and tell your family you just won ten thousand dollars what did i say did i say family who knows all right chef Derek is new england one wait what oh, i'm confused i don't know who went i don't know who's going up oh he's from michigan we'll call him oh and he moved to rhode island so the title still stands new england one new england two new england two presented his dish before new england one Who's it gonna be? We're talking. No. Oh shit! They're talking about this shit's too heavy for him because it's got butter and mayonnaise and oil. Yeah, man, that was way too much butter. It's too much. But the spice level is great, says celebrity chef Mark Murphy. So here I am. I stand before you with open arms chest kidding these arms are crossed like there's somebody um i'm trying to protect myself from across the room it's only ted allen and my tv and mr jackson looking like a cute sweet boy okay uh oh now we're learning about Derek. he's the one going they're talking about we have gotten way more backstory on him than anyone they're talking about how it would solidify his choices bitch this ain't solidifying anything for you except that you clearly have a misunderstanding of the balance of fat to the rest of the components that make up a dish okay let's bring them back out that was a surprisingly short powwow which leads me to believe that there is so much drama and cooking yet to come that we're going to see uh-oh, big shot of Derek talking to him a lot. Uh, did, Ted get, did Ted get another new ring? It is a slab of sterling silver. It is beautiful. Unless it's platinum. He's getting that chop money. Four contestants stand before us. And they have been arranged in vertical height order, which is really funny because Derek is really tall and ba Baltimore Mary is really short. And who's going home? It's uh, New England... Two. New England 2. 
New England wand, you made it by the skin of your teeth, which I don't know what that means, but I assume it means that so close you touched the enamel, but you didn't damage the nerve, if you know what I'm saying. You know what, sous chef, keep working. You're second in command. Be a top dog and come back. Get better and get bent. All right, entree round. Clam bake excitement. Who can't? Okay, Chef Eric just threw two hands up and a universal sign of hooray. Um, two fists clenched, arms uh, raised, uh, 90 degree angles at the elbows. So we're lifting from the shoulder and then we got a back and forth with a big smile. We got razor clams. We got watermelon gazpacho gross freeze-dried potatoes mmm they look like little white balls and live lobster we got a lobster chef oh we're gonna hear about the lobster now so these are some big lobsters okay so now this is a real special episode because we are gonna witness no less than 16 animals lose their life right now so let's say a prayer father son holy spirit amen let us laugh at what is appropriate and none of which is the pain that the lobster will feel oh god they're clipping right into his oh god they're pulling his guts out oh, oh, oh. oh this is hard to watch oh, he is just snipping right up that butt slice him dice him all their green rice them that's collard greens mixed up with some rice that's delicious just kidding i've never made it it's called going with the flow i'll encourage myself to say anything to anyone okay those little freeze-dried potatoes are very funny because clearly what has happened is you take a potato you peel it now you've got a white funny shape you know it's not a perfect cir circle it's not a perfect oval well, some of them are bean shaped some of them are cute and now you take it and then you make it super tiny and absolutely translucent white. Oh, these poor lobsters. They really did kind of spare us from having to see like a head be ripped off or a head be um, mashed or nobody threw them in the freezer, which I heard is a more humane way. Um, we didn't see any go directly into a pot, but we definitely saw some tails from a raw lobster that was once alive be snip snapped. All right. Oh, 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 okay. Baltimore Mary just uh, shoved full lobsters in the pot and she kind of was like pushing on their head like, oh, you get in there. Um, but they weren't moving, which makes me think maybe she did throw them in the freezer first. Ugh, these things are big boys. She did say, sorry, dude. So she paid a respect to the fallen boy. We'll call lobster. This watermelon gazpacho is not something I would ever really want on a menu. It's gonna be, take watermelon, grind it, put it through a sieve, cook it with some savory elements, chill it, top it with some greens. No thanks, hard pass. Okay, 20 minutes left and we've got a green uh, a slurry and by green of course I mean yellow yellow slurry being pulled into a 
being pulled, I mean poured, being poured into a bowl of salad greens, uh, into what appears to be grits. Oh, she's making Johnny cakes. So like take a grits and then throw it in a hot pan with oil, make a pancake on it. Call it Johnny. Have it do some handy work for you. It's Johnny cake. He'll fix you a lighting fixture. And then he'll give you dinner. Johnny cake. Okay, red hot lobsters coming out of a pan. A happy smile on Eric's face. His lobsters aren't whole. Ooh. We do have some heads and some guts going into a pan with some white wine. Looks like he's adding the watermelon gazpacho. So he's trying to create some sort of sauce, broth, incorporate the watermelon. You know, a sweetness would be great to cut some of the acidic elements, especially if he's going to put a tomato in that sauce. So I can see that. I just hope the watermelon flavor isn't too overpowering. Um, also, for his sake, not lost. Okay. Five minutes left. Did I just see bacon? I'm hungry. Okay. Razor clams, if you don't know what they are, they are long. They're about five inches long, but only one inch wide. So it's got like a, it's like a huge, um, more like a tri-fold pamphlet or, uh, than a book, you know, really long and skinny, open up along the long way hot dog way it's a clam that's been folded hot dog way so um and a big old tongue in there for you to just slurp on up Ugh. have you ever seen the inside of a lobster's head it's green it's gross and uh baltimore mary just dumped out the the bile basically from a lobster and threw it in a pan with watermelon gazpacho now as a person who's had brains glands um livers arts regular meats mm, tongue trepa i've tried trepa i don't know if i've had tongue just a little bit gross for me sometimes you see how that sausage is being made and that sausage is the made the mouth of a fucking cow not a place i want to be um i'll take you some time though um only once though and never again Okay, arrangements happening. Shit Oh, Baltimore Mary just took it down to the wire such that she was pouring it from the pan to the bowl and a couple of potatoes didn't make it. She threw the pan down in anger and frustration. She is looking down at her dish. She is disappointed. And New England One is talking about his creativity. Fuck your creativity, Bro, this is a clam bake episode. Treat those clams with respect. They were just out there swaying in those salty waters, catching algae, or is it algae? Through the little beard-like whiskers at their mouth. Okay, five spiced poached lobster with watermelon sauce. Uh, it's from Chef Eric. The lobster and gazpacho is fantastic. Is what I'm chef. Alex Gorner Shelley just told us. Now, we got a big shell on the plate. I guess that's a whole part of lobsters that you got to take it apart. And razor clams and lobsters. Okay, so I guess he didn't do enough with the razor clams. Oh, I forgot. This was like a double whammy. Um, I, will, I really would have loved a chopino. 
Um, I think that would have been a baller ass thing. If you could develop some serious flavors in 30 minutes, which I think you can do, but you just got to hit those tomates really hard. Okay. Razor, clam, lobster, gazpacho. Where's the potato? He said he used it to thicken the gazpacho. He's getting good compliments, but honestly, it doesn't look like an entree. Um, we're getting some words, things like it tastes like an ocean lobster ceviche delicate things but it sounds like he's oh no say it ain't so i saw the most guaranteed disappointing words um is that too much sesame oil sesame oil a little bit goes a long way and he put sesame oil in his ceviche and it sounds like it's it's the star and i believe it and now we have chef mary what a mess. Um, these razor clams, they look like clothespins inside of a shiny piece of white paper folded hot dog ways. And now she's just talking about, uh-oh, two of her elements were mixed into one. And now she's getting not, she's not getting, she's not getting the, the points. But the Johnny Cake seems to be going over pretty well. Um, and who wouldn't want a Johnny Cake? Because he's your friend and he's your pancake. Okay. All right, now, I don't know what Alex Shelley was talking about, but she did make this motion where, like, you know, if you, uh, you take your hand, you make it into the shape of a duck, quack, quack. Now take that duck bill and dip it in water. Um, get a little drink of water. And now take that and then flick that water off. So, like, you're anointing from a duck's mouth. Why? Why? why why okay i think obviously um baltimore mary is gonna go home um i think the other two boys did good enough to say your critical error is enough to send you home because sometimes you just gotta be good you don't have to be the best you just gotta be good you make it to the final round if you have a steady you know steady one and two um and you really nail it with the dessert you can go home oh no, you really nail it with the dessert, you win it. So middle of the pack, and you know, end it with a good dessert. Baltimore Mary. That's just my guess. All right, now we're going to know for real. They did that trick where they lift the cloche and then they cut to commercial. Yeah, Johnny Cake. Johnny Cake was good to us. Now he's gone forever. Johnny Cake. Too bad you didn't do a Johnny Cake in round one, because then... That would have been a much better nickname. Oh, and her name was Nancy this whole time. Oh, but she does say she's proud to be representing Baltimore. So that, I think that tracks. You know, I've only been to Maryland once. Maybe twice. Whoa. Holy shit. Chef Eric Kwan just did a very antagonizing uh, move, which looks like something I have done in one of my Qigong morning routines where he lunged. And then he put his weight on his back lunge. And then in his front hand, he had shot out a dragon ball. And his back hand is up. Kind of like, I'm going to kick your ass. Chocolate, seashells, blackberries, kelp, pickles. And pearl sugar. Pearl sugar? Never seen that. Pearl sugar is super refined uh, sugar. So... I don't know. It's like powdered sugar extreme. 
I guess it's like cocaine on the block of sugar. It hasn't even been ground down yet. It is molecular. And I can't believe what I saw. That was the coolest shit ever. I think I'll have to stop doing this now. Just kidding. I never will. Why? Why not? It's a thing. It's good. And we have those kelp pickles being chopped. They are little circles. They look like washers. You know, like if you're trying to screw something on and you put a washer in on a nut and a bolt and a little bit of weight. Um, doing a pulley project. This is second grade. Um, what's an appropriate grade to do pulley projects? Okay, so we have some sort of paste that has been created on New England Station. Um, and is he going to pipe it? Is he making a pot out of shoe? Is that where you cook it in the pan and then you pipe it? Um, shoe pastry? Yeah, right? And then you, you bake it and then it puffs up and you slice it in half and then you pipe in creme patissier, right? Somebody correct me. Jesus, if anyone is listening to this, tell me if I got that right. Is that what a cream puff is? And then you stack it up. Croquembouche? That would be such a savage <laughs> dessert play. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it is going to be a croquembouche. I think you could do it. I think the trick would be to get the creme pat uh, firm enough. So, but there would be, there's got to be ways. Where there's a will, there's a way. There's a blast chiller. Okay. Chef uh, New England is talking about his honeymoon to Mexico. We go to Mexico when it's just bored here. You got to have an excuse. You got to have a honeymoon. Why don't you just go check it out on a Saturday? <sighs> Not anymore. Borders closed. That's right. We're still in the end days. What will the world be like in a few months, in a few weeks? This is your subconscious wondering and worrying. When will this end? Okay. Do we have something going into the ice cream maker? Is it a blackberry sorbet? Because that would be fucking bomb. I would love it. Okay. We do have a whisk of something going in a silver bowl at New England Station. And he's saying, if I don't cook it now, I'm never going to cook them. And I'm sure a lot of women are saying that about their eggs right now. And just saying, listen, we're here get it in me. We'll figure it out in nine months. Surely we won't be in this situation in nine months. And then nine months from now, we're definitely going to be in the same situation. I'm like, fuck! This is, the, this is the saddest birth ever. Just kidding. It's not. The sorbet is still in there. And now I'm worried because we've kind of jump cut to it a little bit a lot. And by a little bit a lot, it's, oh, what? This guy is amazing holy shit the game has changed because chef new england just took time out of his gameplay to clean the ice cream maker he, chef made a blackberry sorbet and you have to run it through otherwise it's going to get the flavor on and he finished his sorbet he got it out and then he ran hot water through to clean it out so that his next his competitor could do it. And he said, I don't want to win on a technicality. It was, and then the judges were floored. Ted Allen said, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, and then now 
we're talking about the ramifications. What are they going to do? How is he going to feel if Eric wins because of his bomb ass ice cream, you know? So he powdered the, um, let's just call it God's sugar, um, with coconut. Are those churros? Oh my God. He made churros. That's fucking dope. Um, okay. Hot one minute left. We have hands that's crazy. I just had my hands open like they were both sunflowers and then I crunched them both together like I was crunching paper in my hand and I cringed and then they jump. Who? Who's doing that same thing? Iron Chef Alex Gornishelli. This is intense. I am into this. This is 20 seconds left. We have seen impeccable gameplay, chivalry. Uh-oh. And the ice cream is set. Oh my God. They have got it down to the last minute. Yeah. I mean, he got it in at six minutes, spent it for five, spooned it, brought it to the plate. Down to the last few seconds. Drill some lin, sprinkle in. Three, two, one. Oh my God. That one second was a long time. You can get a lot done in one second. Um, that should be a slogan for like the world's most power, powerful vibrator. You can get a lot done in one second. Vibromax. It's your vagina with a battery designed to propel a jet. Your husband will never do it for you again. Vibramax. Okay. We are walking up to the judging table. This has been a wonderful day. And what's funny is that the first thing is like a um, oh, kelp churro with blackberry sorbet. This looks amazing. I would be so happy if I got this at a restaurant. And they're all talking about they don't know if anybody has ever cleaned it out after they finished with it before and they're commending him the white chocolate seashell ganache where is that so that was the clam element it's like it looked like a a bucket of sand but it really was a like a white chocolate tort oh no now he's losing points for the battern the battern that's when you take a bat and then um you i can't do it I can't do it. I got nothing. Okay. The sorbet is super refreshing. Somebody wanted sherbet instead, which I think is weird. Who would want, like, you know, this blackberry taste is so pure. You know what it really needs? A little bit of milk. Okay. White chocolate cookie with blackberry and kelp pickle ice cream. And there's a, a sauce, uh, red sauce in a square white dish. We have white ice cream in a bowl with a, t it's a tall bowl with a swooping arm extending up as if saying to god taste me i'm good ice cream and uh there's a cookie on it and chef Je jeffrey zakarian is surprised at how much he likes the cookie now they're complaining about the lack of sweetness on the plate and they're saying you did a ton of work and it characterizes you um maybe he did too much you know i think you could have done a little more with the cookie a la mode presentation probably but you know what he got it down to the last few seconds so we can't really you get what you get and you don't complain which is what private school educate education teaches my child okay you get what you get and you don't complain who's getting chopped who's going home let's talk about everything it did derek he is new england for the last few month few moments of this show i will talk to them as if they are 
deserving. And I will talk to them and use their first name. Eric, five spice poached lobster. They're just talking about the things that they already did. The, lob the razor clams was lost. Um, the ceviche was overpowered. The, the cabbage became the stars, what they said. And who is next? Oh, no. Alex Guarnaschelli once again made the tiger claws and then held up one right hand and extended one index finger, which means she was making a point about one thing that really pissed her off. Okay, now Chef Jeffrey Zakarian's eyebrows are raised so high, as high as humanly possible, because you could bounce a quarter off of that forehead. So it's like the the eyeball, the lid is open, but the brow can't go any higher. And it's a real delightful thing to see. So who's getting chopped? Um, I think Derek probably. I'll probably give it to Eric, just because they said they liked um, how hard he worked. And, uh, and they already alluded to, what is Derek going to feel if Eric wins? Who's feeling what? Oh, Derek got chopped. Eric wins. Give me $100 for every correct prediction I make. Because I am very good at this. My name's Julianne Papanka, and you can call me the chopped psychic because I get this shit on the money every time. Now, that's not how slogans work because the end had nothing to do with the beginning. But you know what? I did my best. And we're going home here, happy people. All right, I love you. I like you a lot. My name's Julianne Papanka. This has been chapped. This has been a challenging chat with your demonic overlord. Um, and then until next time, keep on chapping. Oh shit. Okay, God. What the fuck? Oh, he's a break dancer. Eric just did a fucking shoulder headstand. He did a tiger claw double step. Oh, now he did a hand push. I mean, I bet this guy could teach me some shit. Uh, all right. All right. Until next time. This has been chapped. Keep on, keep on shopping.